Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissist actors, directors, and producers. Here, we'll laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does, and they've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And this is May. And welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Land. I hope you're doing well today. Today, May and I are going to go through our top five most overrated Nepo babies. Now, you might not be familiar with this term. This term has kind of caught on in the last several months. And essentially, a Nepo baby is somebody who is famous or has some modicum of success based on parents or uncles or some familial connections in their life. So similar to the episodes that May and I have done on overrated actors and underrated actors, we both concocted a list of five people that we think are the most egregious examples of nepotism, meaning they have little to no talent. We don't know each other's lists and our criteria are actually a little different. May will explain her criteria and I'll explain mine once I get started. And we'll see if there's overlap. Uh, you might be surprised at some of my takes here on nepotism and Nepo babies, but it's kind of caught on because look, I mean, we see nepotism may of course in the corporate world, we see it in every place. And some people think that it's completely unfair that just because you're born into a certain family, you're, you, you get a foot in the door that you otherwise would not get. Right. I agree with you on that, but I, I will say that my number five is, is somebody who I think uh, actually does have talent because I wanted to reserve at least one uh, Nepo baby for number five, a legitimate, uh, with legitimate talent. So. Okay, well, we'll go through the honorable mentions because I think given that there's so many people in Hollywood that do have connections to, to uh, parents that were famous in Hollywood, and I'm going to keep my, just, I mean, to be honest, my list is, is more modern, so I'm not going to say Carrie Fisher because she's a child of Eddie Fish and Debbie Reynolds, and mine are all within uh, the last really 20, 30 years. Or do you have anybody that's really from the old time? Yes, I do. I have several, actually. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's just get started. May, who is your number five most overrated Nepo child? Well, I don't think that this man is overrated at any, in any regard, actually. I think he belongs in Hollywood, actually, as a legitimate actor. And his name is Josh Brolin. Uh-huh. His okay. father is James Brolin. From hotel fame, and also from Amityville Horror, and he's actually a doppelganger for Christian Bale in that film. If you haven't watched it lately, <laughs> so that those two look a lot alike. The big but beard, anyways, right? The the original um, Amityville. He's got a big beard, right? The right, he does, yeah. and he looks exactly like Christian Bale. So if you're a real Bale head, like go he and watch that film. So, but anyways, Josh Brolin. He's been in so many great movies over the years, starting with uh, The Goonies. Yes. First film. Yeah. He was also in True Grit. He was in No Country for Old Men. He's in a bunch of Avengers films, but he was also nominated for an Oscar for his portrayal 
of George W. Bush and W. And I think he really is a, a, a legitimate actor and he does have talent, more so probably than his father. So, you know, that, that's why I picked him as my number five. I would, I would say that's a good argument that he's had a better career than his father. Now, maybe we have recency bias because we're not 70 years old and we weren't watching peak Brolin in the 70s and 80s. I do remember him in some movies growing up, but this Brolin, baby Brolin, we'll call him. I mean, look, he's got an impressive uh, resume and he does action movies. He does comedies. He does everything. And I think he does have legitimate talent. Did it help that his father was in Hollywood? Yes. But I yeah. would not say that he's a Nepo baby and that to me, the Nepo babies essentially have no talent and they wouldn't be in Hollywood at all unless they came from this DNA. So like, I'm sure we'll talk about Nick Cage some probably later in this episode, yeah. but we both agree Cage has talent. So to me, if you guys don't know, he's the, the nephew, right? Of Francis Ford Coppola. Yes. He has talent. So I think he would have been discovered either way, even if he didn't have the, the and look, maybe he wouldn't have gotten the, the, the very small role in Fast Times. Maybe he wouldn't have gotten Valley Girl, which launched his career had he not been the nephew of Coppola. I like to think though that he has enough talent that he would have been discovered. What do you think? On, on oh, definitely. I read that he changed his last name from Coppola to Cage yeah. just so that he could not be associated with his family, his, mm -hmm. his famous uncle. Yeah. And, you know, he was also, um, he's been in so many great films and he has so many, he actually, I believe has two Oscars maybe. Uh, one for leaving Las Vegas and maybe just maybe he he just got the nomination for adaptation but I think he may have won it too for adaptation as well. He's great so. in adaptation but yeah, I, yeah think, I think the younger people think of Cage from his most recent work of the last 10 years which is kind of mm -hmm. like a lampoon kind of like Madonna kind of lampoon of early the early career but if you look at him in the late 80s with movies like Moonstruck Moon. in the 90s I mean later on uh, you look at uh, the Cohen movie Raising Arizona I mean he was just a gifted actor and then he went more of the blockbuster movies with face off and all these things and then he kind of just became a lampoon of himself later on but the guy's got talent but either way he's on either of our lists so let's I like your Brolin I would yeah. not say my humble opinion that he deserves to be on this list because I think he's got legit talent but you did mention that you thought he had legit talent so I do, I do think he has legit talent, and I purposely wanted to put him as number five just to show everybody somebody who has legit talent. So, okay. yeah. Totally good. Number five for me, Jaden and Willow Smith. <laughs> These, this whole family drives me crazy. Do I think Will Smith's got talent? We've talked about Will Smith here and there on these episodes. I mean, he's got charisma. He's kind of building that charisma. You think he's a better actor than I think he is. To me, he's just essentially just charismatic Will Smith. But his kids would no way have any form of a career if it wasn't for their dad. And I guess Jada Pinkett Smith, if you think she's got any influence. Let's just look, he's in the reboot of The Karate Kid. 
When I saw this movie, I almost just wanted to commit Harry Carey. I mean, the, the original, <laughs> as you know, Elizabeth Shue, Super Crush, to me, it's like iconic. Then they redo it. They move it to China. They make it younger because it's all a vehicle for Jaden Smith, right? So Will Smith, Will Smith pushed the casting of his son because he had so much influence in Hollywood at the time. The boy can't act. He looks like he's six years old in that movie. And it's just horrible. Everything Jaden Smith has done is horrible. Then you look at Willow. Whip my hair, whip my hair. It's just no talent, no talent hack kids. And really they should be number one, but I have more famous celebrities number one, but I cannot stand that entire family. I, thought, I think that they're, they're just crazy. They're just crazy lefto weirdo, overprivileged Hollywood types. And those kids have absolutely no talent. I do think that Will Smith has talents. I think he's had talents since six degrees of separation. I'm not a fan of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I do think that he deserved the Oscar when he was nominated for Ali. He really uh, melted yeah. into that character. He was great yeah. in that character. I didn't even think of Will Smith when I watched that movie. Yeah. So I do think he has legitimate talent. Well, we're not talking as about as, I'm talking about his kids. Yeah, I know, but I'm starting off with the father. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as you just wanted son, to defend, you wanted to defend the father. You to put your yes, name, I'm going to defend Smith. the father. Okay. All right. And also, Jaden Smith does have some talent. He was terrific as the little boy in Pursuit of Happiness. He really cried in that film and I could tell those were real tears so you know he, that was a great film and Will Smith is a great actor in that film as well so as far as Willow is concerned I'm not too impressed with her her musical chops but you know I can't say so much for her as much but um, I do think Jaden has some some talent I think I think that Hollywood and the music industry have realized that they have no talent because they're not getting roles anymore. Willow's not even recording singles anymore because mm -hmm. Will Smith's influence now it's kind of like with Weinstein, right? People tolerated Weinstein's in, in, in impropriety when he was making Shakespeare in Love and, and Goodwill Hunting and, and distributing all these movies. But then when his career was was not as good, that's when the, the Wolves came out. And I think with Will Smith a lot of the success his kids had was when he was an A-list star. And since Will Smith really hasn't been an A-list star, I would say for at least 10 years, his kids have suffered because his kids are emperors with no clothes. They have no talent. Okay. I saw a recent mm. uh, news story with Willow in it, and she does have some music coming out. Great. And no one's so. going to buy it. All right. No, really quick with Will Smith, okay, because you had to do your unsolicited uh, supporting <laughs> I'm going to do my, my not unsolicited uh, attack on him. Look, I, I think King Richard was more of a caricature. I don't think he deserved that Academy Award. We're not even going to talk about the slap and all that. I just think if you look at his career, he's the same in every role that he's famous. I, I, I get it, right? He does Pursuit of Happiness. I know he's done Ali, but you think of Will Smith, you're going to think of Men in Black, Independence Day, maybe Wild Wild West, maybe I Am Robot. Maybe, uh, I'm sorry, I, Robot, I Am Legend. You think of all his classic movies, he's playing himself. He's just charismatic. Hitch, same thing. 
All right. But you know what I've been told? No, no, no. You've already had your, your support. No, no, no. Not about Will Smith. I've been told that actors in general will tell you, including Gary Oldman, who said, you're crazy if you think that, you know, you, you can just like become the character 100%. You always have to be yourself too still. And he said that. Look, I'm not saying Will Smith doesn't have any talent. I just think that he's more, or at his peak was more of a movie star than an actual talented actor. Oh, I think he's legitimate. Okay, well, this is not a Will Smith biography, May. Let's get to number four. Who's your number four? My number four is Francis Ford Coppola and his daughter, Sophia Coppola. So you're mean Sophia Coppola, because I don't think Francis Ford Coppola is a Nepo kid. Well, no, I, no, Sophia but I Coppola. want to name the, the parents. Oh, okay. All right. Why so, is Sophia whatever. Coppola overrated? Why is she a Nepo? Sophia Coppola is not a very good director at mm -hmm. all. Yeah. She did Lost in Translation, and she lost a lot for me in that film because she doesn't even incorporate or interlace the, the, the Tokyo backdrop into the story very well. She doesn't even have a, a, a Japanese uh, character in that film who speaks for real, even though the story is about uh, Bill Murray feeling all alone and by himself as a foreigner in a film. Wow, wow, how, how genius is that? And then you have Scarlett Johansson, who's the one Caucasian girl who's going to help him out. Okay, great. But anyways, that, that film is lost on me. So I do not like that film at all. She also did a film with Kirsten Dunst where she yeah. creates a lot of good atmosphere it's based on the 1970s, though, or in the 1970s, and that's an okay film, but, you know, it's about sort of summer love and Virgin Suicide, and all yeah, that. all the five daughters. Suicide kids. girls, or yeah. Virgin like Suicides, that. Virgin Suicides. Virgin Suicides, that was also really not that great, and even with The Beguiled, she does a great job in some ways, but that's a remake. That's a total remake of a film. So she didn't truly write uh, that film from nothing, of course. So she's she also just completely destroyed as an actress, Godfather Three, in my opinion. <laughs> so Ryder, so bad. Winona Ryder was originally supposed to do that, right. role, but she backed out. Can you imagine yes, how much better it would have been? Gregory, yeah. you, you know, I was going to say that. Hmm. Thank you. Anything else on Sophia? So you do you think she would have had the career she's had had she not been related at all to Francis Ford Coppola? Heck no. She would I, not be a director to this day. All right. She so, never married Spike Jones. <laughs> you know, Spike Jones, who actually uh, did direct adaptation. He did a great job with that. And yeah, he's had teams. some really good movies. But yeah. yeah, she was married to him. So yeah. All right. Look. Um, I think it certainly helped that she was a female director. Because if you look at the 90s, we didn't really have a lot of female directors. You know, you had maybe Catherine Hardwick and you had a few others. But I think it certainly helped that she was female. Is she talented? I do like The Beguiled. I think there's Marie Antoinette has a, has a unique perspective. I love the fact that they play New Order in Marie Antoinette. And I think she's got some talent, but not enough where if she was not Francis Ford Coppola's daughter, she would get uh, the, the, the jobs that she get. Hollywood studios would not have given her uh, those jobs. So I think she's got exactly. a little talent, but I agree. I, I think that Coppola 
if it was just a girl from New Jersey, a Gina, so to speak, an Italian Gina from New Jersey, she would not be given the opportunity she's had. She has some talent. I'll give her that. You know, I believe everybody has some talent. Yeah. But she would have just been an NYU grad who goes nowhere, probably. I agree with you. I think I think she was on my consideration, but partly I knew you were probably going to put her on this. I didn't yeah. Really a lot. All right, that's a good take. My number four again. We're we're staying with the young, Maud, Apatel and Iris Apatel. Now you probably are not too familiar with their work, but they are the children of Leslie Mann and Judd Apatel, the famous comedian. Uh, uh, producer of comedies like Anchorman and Talladega Nights along with Adam McKay. And he's done his own movies like Knocked Up and 40 Year Old Virgin and Funny People and King of Staten Island. I mean, the guy's well-known, he produced Trainwreck. I mean, he along with Lorne Michaels are probably the godfathers of comedy. They're, they, he puts his daughters in pretty much every movie he's ever directed. Going back to, I don't know if they're in 40 Year Old Virgin, but certainly in Knocked Up. They're in the, they're the kids of his wife and Paul Rudd's character. And then later, of course, in This Is 40, they reprise their role. But in every movie, Funny People's another one. He plays like, you know, who's the bigger Nepo? I think Leslie Mann is the one who's the bigger Nepo. But either way, I mean, if she had not married Judd Apatow, she would not have the career that she's had because he put her in all her movies, all his movies. But the kids, are, get, are getting their own standalone roles. Like one of them is in uh, Euphoria. Another one is, is starring in Broadway and they got some Nepo backlash. I think they're doing Little Shop of Horrors. I think it's Maude Apatow. And these, these kids, I mean, again, just no, they, they should not be getting roles in major Hollywood movies unless they were connected to Judd Apatow and, and Leslie Mann. Right, I mean, I've seen uh, Leslie Mann and one of her daughters in a moisturizer commercial, I believe. Mm. I believe it's a vino, maybe, or something like that. Or maybe, yeah, some kind of moisturizer or shampoo commercial. So, right, I agree with you. I, I don't know anything about these two girls, really. And, you know, I'm hoping that they do have some success on Broadway. The thing, about, the thing about the Nepos, it's like it's affirmative action, right? So they get their own affirmative action because being related to these people puts their foot in the door and then whether or not they have talent allows them to have a career. Like, I don't think Colin Hanks is going to come up in this, but Colin Hanks hasn't had a career, even though his dad is Tom Hanks, because he doesn't really have a lot of talent. And then like someone like Nick Cage or some other people that we could talk about, mm-hmm. um, they, they get talent. So the question is like, do they deserve to get their foot in the door? Because they're already not, not to go all lefty university student, but you know, they have privilege, white privilege or Jew privilege, and they're from an entitled background. And, and that's the question, you know, because nepotism here in Hollywood is essentially affirmative action. So yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I what's your number three? I went ahead and, uh, since I picked Dakota Johnson for my overrated list, I went ahead and picked her again. <laughs> All right, she is she is my number two. No, She's sorry. my number I'm three. Sorry. She is my number three. She's my number oh, three. Oh, so okay. we're in sync there with number yeah. three. So All right. Dakota Johnson, uh, she's, you know, she's, um, She's only really been in the gray, Shades of Grey films, really. 
And also you mentioned persuasion she's in. And she's also good in Peanut Butter Falcon again. But she's part of this Hollywood dynasty, starting with Tippi Hedren, her grandmother, who was in The Birds. Mm -hmm. And Tippi Hedren is actually, I think, a, a fine actress, uh, mostly known for that role, that Alfred Hitchcock role. And then Melanie Griffith, her mom, is actually really well known for a uh, working girl and something wild. Yeah. But uh, her father, too, Don Johnson, was on Miami Vice. So, you know, I think Dakota is a, a good, okay actress, actually. But I just think that she would not necessarily have been in any of her movies or had or would have gotten a break the way she did because she is the daughter and granddaughter of these famous people. So so I, I defended her in that in that episode because I said she did do persuasion and she can do a decent British accent. But overall, <laughs> I think she is overrated. And here's my hot take. Melanie Griffith is the bigger Nepo baby if out of these three generations. Melanie Griffith, I don't think has any talent. She essentially plays Remember Saturday Night Live in the late 80s? There was the Victoria Jackson. She was like the blonde ditzy girl on SNL with Dana Carvey and Phil Hartman. Uh, you might not have watched it back then. But Melanie Griffith, to me, is it's just the same in every role. Just either no. the bom sex bombshell or ditzy airhead. And I think she's got no talent. Oh, she has some talent, of course. I mean, have you watched Something Wild? I have. Which is a, a Jonathan Demi film. Yeah. She's yeah. very good in it. I mean, that scene working very girl good in her role. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think she's talentless. I think she yeah. definitely has some talent. So. Well, I I'm not saying she doesn't have talent, but I think she's the bigger Nepo casualty here because I think at least mm -hmm. Dakota Johnson, look, Dakota Let's Johnson, Dakota Johnson, when she was younger, was pretty. And I think that got her the little cameos in Social Network and 21 Jump Street. And I think is, would, would she have gotten the role or would they have chosen her for Fifty Shades had she not been Hollywood royalty? I don't know. A lot of actresses at the time did not want to do that role because of the nudity and, and the content. Would they have been interested in her doing it if she was some girl from you know, Walla Walla, Washington? Would they have casted her? Probably not. Probably not. Right. That's, that's, that's exactly the definition. What I'm thinking that's um, the definition of, of nepotism, right? Is so yeah. She wouldn't have gone that role, and therefore she wouldn't have gone future roles. And her career has not panned out. Most of the movies she's done are garbage, and she's done some more serious turns that which have been on Netflix. And it's like, eh, you know, I mean, she's mm -hmm. just gonna be the pretty girl who's Chris Martin's girlfriend, and. Yeah, I agree. She has no So eventually, I think her career will fizzle out very quickly. I agree because she has no range. She does. She has no range, no talent. And honestly, I mean, I found her to be very beautiful in the first Fifty Shades of Grey when she was like 23, 24. And she's aging. She doesn't look. Her face has gotten bloated. And really, that's all she had was her beauty. And her beauty's going away. So she's, <laughs> she's going to be largely forgotten pretty soon. Jeez. All right. Let's keep going. Very cool. <laughs> so all we right. both had a... Uh, your number three was Dakota Johnson, too, so. Yeah, so who is your Our number two? Well, number two for me, the Nepo babies, are Emilio Estevez and oh. Charlie Sheen. Oh, okay. So, you know, I used to have a huge crush on Emilio, 
Estevez when really? I saw him in the Breakfast Club. I thought he was so handsome. Okay, so- well, hold on, Anna, before you go on your little rant, don't you think objectively Charlie Sheen at his peak was more handsome than Estevez? Um, perhaps, but for me, his peak was when he did Lucas. So oh my God, that was back in 1985. I think objectively, if you look at if you look at Wall Street, you look at Platoon, I think most people would say that Charlie Sheen, young Charlie Sheen, was much more handsome than Emilio Estevez. But either way, you had a crush on Estevez. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, he he has pretty eyes. He's just a handsome guy, but he is, yeah, he is what he is. He's an Epo baby to me because he he's his one success really has been Bobby which he wrote and directed and he may have been in it. I don't know, but he, he hired all these different actors to be in his cast, but you know, that movie movie will really not be remembered. Are you talking about Estevez or Sheen? Estevez. Estevez. Okay. So, but, but he, he had a movie career in the eighties. Come on. He did. He had St. Almost Fire. You know, he had his own um, screenplay with his, with his brother Charlie, they played two garbage men. Young Guns. Um, you don't think he's good as Billy the Kid in the Young Guns movies? Oh yeah, Young Guns. He's all right in him, but mm-hmm. you know, I just don't think he and his brother would not have been in any movies hadn't had they not been related to their father, Martin Sheen. So Martin Sheen is considered a legitimate talent from Apocalypse Now. The West Wing, to whatever else he's been doing lately. He, he's, he just keeps working, Martin Sheen, I think. And he's actually a great father. The thing is, is that with the two boys, um, they supposedly went to public schools, you know, to not be so high and mighty Hollywood brats, but they are still part of that brat pack, kind of. Oh, no, yeah. Not so much Charlie, but Emilio. Okay, so... Do, do, do they have talent? I would agree that Estevez doesn't have any talent. I don't think he was that good of an actor. And Sheen, I mean, Sheen got a lot of kudos early in his career. And then unfortunately, you know, his, his life kind of went off the rails and he's HIV positive and, or he has AIDS actually has AIDS. Right. And yeah, I would agree. I think had had these guys not had Martin Sheen as their dad, would they had been relevant in the eighties or would they have been relevant? Probably not. Because Estevez is not handsome. And Sheen, I mean, Sheen, look, you think of like Major League, he shows some comedic chops there, but overall, yeah, they're not talented. Yeah, I would Well, Emilio was handsome enough for Demi Warner at the time, so. Yeah, and then she <laughs> left his butt, right? Yeah. But Charlie, yeah, you know, he had two and a half minutes. <laughs> For okay. The longest time. So whatever. Well, at that point, because he had a career in the '80s, and why did he have a career in the '80s? Because he's Martin Sheen's son. So I mean, that's a good example. That's a very strong number two. And then he started trying to trademark his 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 words that his yeah, phrases yeah, that right. he was saying when he was on drugs. He was right. saying things like winning. Yeah. And he right. wanted to trade. Well, by then, his, his brain was fried, and you know. Okay. Um, All right. Here's my number two. Strong takes. Strong takes. You're not going to agree with these, probably. Okay. My number two is Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth oh, Paltrow yeah. is my number two. Why? She's almost like the Apatow girls. Actress, mom, famous producer, father. 
And so she had Blythe Danner as her mom, probably most famous for being the mom and meet the parents. And then uh, Paltrow's dad was, oh, not Daniel Paltrow, I just skipped my mind. Well-known producer. Bruce. Bruce, there you go. Well-known producer in the 70s and 80s. And I think she has very little talent. She didn't deserve the Academy Award for Shakespeare and Love. I was watching La La Land because La La Land is on Amazon Prime right now. And we had talked about Emma Stone and the overrated actresses. And when you take away the singing and the musical part of La La Land, it's a rom-com. And why am I gonna give her a best actress or are you gonna give Kate Hudson a best actress for How to Lose a, Guys in Ten, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? No. And it's the same thing with Paltrow. Paltrow is just young, Shakespeare in love. She's fine. She's cute. She's fine. She doesn't do a horrible British accent. Does she deserve the Academy Award for that movie? No. Does Emma Stone deserve it for La La Land? No. And then if you look at Paul Joe's, her, her career, her ove, not that impressive, especially once you get out of the 90s. Uh, you could say it's because she was having kids and, and when she was with Chris Martin, go back to Chris Martin. But she has no talent. She can sing a little. She has no range. She can't do dramatic roles. And she would not have had the career and certainly the Oscar had she not been connected to Hollywood royalty. What's your take? Well, I, I do think that she is definitely in, in her field, in her career because of her parents. And I do think she has some talent though. She was, she was good in Emma. Yeah. As the title role. And she had a decent British accent. So that's the one film I really like her in. But otherwise, I do agree with you. Actually, I don't think she has a lot of uh, a lot of range. Even though she plays the the girlfriend of Tony Stark. Uh, wow, what Kennedy. range in the Iron Man movie? Yeah, wow. right. And so, she has a, yeah. she has a cameo in Glee. Wow, let's give her an Emmy for that. I mean, come and on. you know she who she married, right? He's the producer of Glee. So. Brad Falchuk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so she got that probably from her husband. All right, we got 10 minutes left. Who is your number one? My number one is Scott Eastwood. Scott, all right, hold up, okay. I mean, can we can we consider him to be number one and overrated? I mean, he doesn't really have a, that long of a career. <laughs> well, it's not much. Hands. All right, go it's ahead. not much of a career, really. Right. Um, Go ahead. Do your do your take on. I mean, he was in Fury, you know, which is a really good film. But um, other than that, he's also been in his father's film, Gran Torino. He's been in Suicide Squad. Uh, but other than that, he's really not. I really don't think he would be getting any of these parts if it hadn't been for his, his famous father, Clint Eastwood. I mean, Clint Eastwood is just legendary. Sure. Uh, he's, he's been in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. He's uh, directed and written Unforgiven and starred in it. He's been a, in A Fistful of Dollars, you know, Dirty Harry. He's done Million Dollar Baby. He's gotten Academy Awards. Right, right, right. We don't, you know, we so don't have time great. to go through Clint Eastwood's bio. I, so to focus on Scott what I mean, I'm just saying that Scott Eastwood and a lot of his other siblings, I think, have tried to cross the line and, and be in Hollywood as well, like maybe his sister too. Um, but no, I don't think Scott Eastwood belongs 
really in Hollywood, really. Not yet, at least. I don't would, see much talent, really. He would not have had any, any, he would not have gotten roles had he not been Eastwood's son. We can just leave it at that. I would agree with that. All right, just to save time for my number one, because we probably have a lot of honorable mentions. My number one is the entire female Roberts clan. So we're going to include Emma Roberts and Julia Roberts. Yes, I think Julia Roberts is the biggest Nepo person out there. So here's my take. Really quickly, Emma Roberts is the niece of Julia Roberts and is the daughter of Eric Roberts. Right. Oscar nominated. And she's got no talent. You know, she... She, she was an aquamarine and she was in some movies when she was like a Four. teenager and later. And look, the, the girl's got no range, no talent. She only got those roles because she's the niece of Julia Roberts. I don't want to spend too much time on her. Julia Roberts is in Nepo because her brother, Eric Roberts, was a successful actor in the 80s, Pope of Greenwich Village, Star 80, and so forth. So when she busted out with Pretty Woman and Mystic Pizza, she partly got those roles because she's the sister of, of, of relatively, I mean, Eric Roberts today is not considered a, a successful actor, but at the, in the eighties, he was. So this goes a later on in our future episode, Bullock versus Roberts, how I think Julia Roberts has no range. She has an amazing smile and that's about it. And if you look at all of her roles, she plays the same character. She tries Mary Riley. I don't know if you remember seeing that when we were in college where she's uh, the, the, the servant of Jekyll and Hyde. Yes. And that's her one attempt to do a foreign accent, essentially, in that movie, bombed. And she like learned really early on <laughs> that she can't do it. But if you look at her roles, every other movie, Runaway Bride, Notting Hill, you know, oh, we don't have to go through her whole, whole thing. Same character, same character, same character, overrated, has no talent. But she deserved her Oscar. No, absolutely not. Erin Brockovich, no. She's just sassy Julia Roberts. She's sassy Julia Roberts in that movie. She does not. No, you can't say that. She was really good in it. I will say it again. She's just, I mean, you might as well give J-Lo an Academy Award for Hustle. No, 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 no. I mean. I would say Roberts has a little more talent than Jayla. Oh, she has a lot more talent. Okay, well, we'll talk about this in Bullock versus Roberts. J-Lo could never play Pretty Woman. J-Lo well, of could course. never yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, of course, but they, they, yeah. they each have their own kind of lane. So I, we're saw, supposed- I saw Tickets of Paradise, which came out last year, the Clooney, Julia Roberts one, where they, they're, they're divorced and they try to break up their daughter's wedding. Say, it just reminded me of that movie. Just one-dimensional talent. All right, we have five minutes. Okay. Well, we were supposed to do rapid fire honorable mentions. And right. one of those was Eric Roberts and Emma Roberts for me. So, so you're saying Eric Roberts has no talent? Or you no, saying- I'm saying Emma Roberts right. okay. has no has, I, I'm not even saying that any of these people have no talent. They have some talent, but maybe not enough to have really gotten them in through the door. I agree. Okay. For the, sake, for the, the sake of time, let's not mention the parent. Let's just, just, okay, let, let's go. Okay, go. here's one for you, Tatum O'Neill. What has she done since her Oscar? Nothing. Well, I mean, part of it is that she was with John McEnroe and, and she wrote a memoir how she had a very dysfunctional childhood. And was she talented in Bad News Bears and Paper Moon? Yeah, I mean, she was a child good actress, but you're right, as an adult, nothing. Nothing. I would agree. Here's mine. Tracy Ellis Ross, Diana Ross's daughter. 
she was in Blackish. She's done some movies. Yeah. Yeah, what I don't really like her too much, but yeah, I agree. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Who's Who's your next one? Um, another one I had mentioned before, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. But you know what? Ron Howard is also the son of an actress, so he he's also a nepo baby. Also, well. I would agree with Bryce Dallas Howard. I think she's got. Pretty much no talent. Okay, we got Ron Howard is also a product of nepotism as well. So, well, I would not think he's a stellar actor. You know, he's a he was a decent director, but yeah. Here's my next Zoe Kravitz, daughter of Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet. Yeah, yeah. Lisa Bonet, yeah, whatever. But she was an angel heart. Zoe Kravitz has been in the Batman and Divergent. Right, and and she was and they're on my list. She was in Big Little Lies on HBO. No talent. I don't think she had any talent. Okay, who's your next uh, one? Also, I had Gwyneth Paltrow on my list. Nice. Um, I also have brother and sister, Shirley MacLaine and Warren Beatty. <laughs> wow. Warren Beatty would be the name. Hey, that should have been your number one. No, no, no. Hot take. Yeah, but you know what? Warren Beatty has never treated Shirley MacLaine that well. Except maybe just recently. So you're saying neither of them have talent, and they should. Oh no, no. I'm saying that Warren Beatty has talent, but he was really helped out, I think, by his sister, who's three years older than him. Okay, that's why you didn't put him in the top five. I got it. Okay. No. Okay, because I, I would argue that I don't know if he's got much talent. Okay, here's my Lily Collins, Phil Collins's daughter. Yes. Emily in Paris, Mirror Mirror, no talent. All right, who right. else? You got? Uh, the Scar Guards. Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård? Yeah, but he has talent. He He's has got talent, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then there's his brother who played the It guy, the It clown. Right, oh, what's his name? I forget. Yeah, I he's married to Maggie Gyllenhaal. And Stellan is very talented. I, I agree. He's married to, to, to Maggie Gyllenhaal, the other Skarsgård. I think Alexander Skarsgård would have found a role because he's just so classically handsome and charismatic. But yeah, yeah, certainly being Stellan's kid uh, helped out. I got Margaret Qualley, who is Annie McDowell's daughter from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. True. But she's, she's also a dancer, so she's yeah, a, I, again, I don't think she, I don't think she would have gotten any roles in Hollywood had she not been connected to Annie McDowell. All right, we got I, a minute and a half left. I have a Hollywood dynasty. Really fast. Fondas, uh, Jane Fonda, Peter Fonda, and Bridget Fonda. Bridget Fonda's the, the daughter of Peter Fonda. No talent. I don't think Bridget Fonda, she has some talent, but nah. she's fallen off, fallen off. Look at a picture of her now. She is morbidly overweight and unrecognizable. Okay, go ahead. We have okay, one minute. You got 30 <laughs> seconds. You have 30 seconds. Go. Okay. Uh, Goldie Hawn and Kate Hudson. Or Kate Hudson is the, the one. I agree. Um, We've already talked about her overrated actresses. Go ahead. Mariska Hargitay. The SBU chick who is good. And her mom is James Mansfield. Drew Barrymore, the granddaughter of Don Barrymore. Good take. Good take. All right. Um, 10 seconds. There's Penny Marshall and Gary Marshall. Yeah. Good yeah, take. They, they're brother and sister. Yeah, good. All right. Okay. Well, we're running out of time. The list could go on and on. There's a lot of neat folks. But can I mention right? just one more? Hurry up. Besides Carrie Fisher and her parents, there's also Joaquin Phoenix and River others. All right. All right. Well, that's a separate episode. May, I appreciate you coming on. Until next time, take care. Okay. You too, Gregory. Bye-bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.